Chapter sixty two of Jerusalem to Revelations A Quartet of Spiritual Experience by William Blake and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Purgatorio twenty eight Terrestrial Paradise The Divine Forest Matilda the river Lethe. Keen, now, to look within and round about the wood-divine, whose foliage dense and green was tempering for mine eyes the new day's light, waiting no longer there I left the edge, and entered very slowly on the plain, across a soil which everywhere breathed fragrance. A pleasant breeze, unvaried in itself, smote me upon the forehead with a stroke no greater than a gently blowing wind, whereby the branches trembling readily were all of them in that direction swaying, where first the holy mounted shadow casts, yet ne'er deflecting from their upright state so much that on their tops the little birds should give up practising their every art. But singing with full gladness, they received the earliest breezes among the leaves, which sang in undertone a burden to their songs, like that which gathers strength from bough to bough throughout the grove of pines on Chiasi's shore, when Iolus has set Sirocco free. My slow steps now had carried me so far inside the ancient wood that I no longer could see whence I had entered it, then, lo, a stream deprived me of advancing further, which, with its little waves, was toward the left, bending the grass which sprang upon its bank. All waters, which are purest here on earth, would seem to have within themselves some mixture, if they should be compared to that one there, which hideth naught, though very darkly flowing neath the perpetual shade which ne'er allows the rays of sun or moon to shine on it i checked my feet and with mine eyes passed on beyond the little stream to gaze upon the great variety of flowering trees and there as when aught suddenly appears that turns through wonder every thought aside, a lady all alone appeared to me, who singing went her way, and picking flowers, wherewith her path on every side was painted. Prithee, fair lady, thou that in love's beams art warming thee, if outward looks I trust, which used to be a witness to the heart, let it thy pleasure be, said i to her to draw thee forward toward this stream so far that i may understand what thou art singing thou makest me recall both where and what proserpina was at the time when her her mother lost and she the flowers of spring as turns around a lady who while dancing her feet together keeps and on the ground and hardly sets one foot before the other, 
so on the little red and yellow flowers turned she toward me no otherwise than would a virgin lowering her modest eyes and satisfied my prayers for near to me she drew in such a way that her sweet tones reached me with all of their significance as soon as she was where the grass is bathed by that fair river's wavelets she conferred on me the gift of raising up her eyes nor do i think so bright a light shone forth from under venus eyelids when transfixed wholly against his custom by her son as smiling on the other bank she stood her hands kept picking other bright-hued flowers which without seed the highland there brings forth the river kept us still three steps apart but even the hellespont where xerxes crossed it a bridal still to every human pride endured no greater hatred from the ander because it surged tween sestos and abydos than this from me because it then oped not newcomers are ye she began and hence because i smile in this place which was chosen for human nature as its nest some doubt perhaps still keeps you wandering here and yet the psalm called delectasti gives you light which from your minds can drive away your mess and thou that art in front and didst entreat me say whether thou wouldst hear aught else for i came ready for thine every question's need the water and the music of the wood said i impugn in me a recent faith in what i heard which contradicted this when she i'll tell thee how from its own cause proceedeth that which makes thee wonder now and clear the mist obstructing thee the good supreme which only by itself is pleased made man both good and apt to good and gave him this place as earnest of eternal peace through his own fault he but a little while stayed here through his own fault for tears and toil exchanged the honest laughter and sweet play in order that the trouble which below the earth's and water's exhalations caused by their own trend which is to follow heat as best they may should wage no war on man this mountain rose up toward the sky thus far and free from them it is from where it's locked and now since all the atmosphere revolves and circles with the sphere of primal motion unless its whirling ground be somewhere broken such motion strikes against this eminence which in the living air is wholly free and makes the forest which is dense resound and so much power hath the stricken plant that with its virtue it imbues the air which by revolving scatters it about the other land as able of itself 
or through its climate, next conceives and bears the diverse qualities of diverse trees. If this were heard, it would not seem to be a wonder yonder, when a plant takes root without there being evidence of seed. And thou must know that all this holy flame where thou art now is full of every seed, and fraught with fruit which yonder is not picked. The water thou beholdest wells not up from fountains fed by mists condensed by cold, as doth a stream which gains and loses breath, but issues from a sure and constant fount which by the will of God regains as much as open on both sides it poureth forth. On this side with a virtue it descends, which takes from men all memory of sin. On the other it restoreth that of all good deed. On this side it is Lethe called. On the other, Yunoe, and worketh not, till tasted both on this side and on that. This greater is than are all other savours, and though thy thirst might be completely sated, should I reveal no more to thee, I'll give thee a corollary as a further grace. Nor do I think my words will be less dear to thee, should they extend beyond my promise. Those who, in ancient times, sang of the age of gold, and of its happy state, perchance dreamed on Parnassus of this very place. Here was the root of mankind innocent. Springs, flowers, and every fruit are always here. The nectar this, whereof all poets speak. Thereat I turned around, and having faced my poets, I perceived that they had heard this last interpretation with a smile. Then toward the Lady Beautiful I turned my face. Purgatorio 29 Terrestrial Paradise, the River Lethe, the Mystic Pageant of the Church Singing as an enamoured lady would, when once her words were ended she went on, Blessed are they whose sins are covered up, and like the nymphs who used to go alone through woodland shades, desiring one to see, the other to avoid the sun, she then moved counter to the stream's course, going up along its bank, and I at even pace, matching her little steps with steps as small. Her paces were, with mine, not yet a hundred, when both the margins equally were bent in such a way that toward the east I faced. Nor had we yet as far again moved on, when round toward me the lady wholly turned and said, My brother, look and listen now. And lo, so bright a lustre suddenly traversed the mighty wood in all directions, that I of lightning was compelled to think. But since this ceases as it comes, while that the longer it endured, the brighter grew, within me I kept saying, What is this? 
and through the illumined air was running now a gentle melody hence righteous zeal made me reproach the hardihood of eve who while both earth and heaven obedient were the only woman and but just created could not endure to stay beneath a veil neath which if she had but devoutly kept i should have tasted those unspeakable delights before and for a longer time while i mid such first fruits of bliss eternal was going all enwrapped and eager still for further joys in front of us the air neath the green boughs became a blazing fire and that sweet sound was now known as a song o virgin sacrosanct if i have ever been hungry cold or sleepless for your sake good reasons spur my claiming a reward for me now helicon must pour her streams and with her choir urania give me help to set in verse things difficult to think a little further on the lengthy space still intervening between ourselves and them showed falsely what appeared seven trees of gold but when i drawn so near to them that now the common object which deceiveth sense because of distance lost no attribute the virtue which prepares discourse for reason perceived that they were candlesticks and heard hosanna in the voices of the song above the fair array flamed far more brightly than in unclouded skies the midnight moon when at the middle of a monthly course filled with astonishment i turned around to my good virgil and he answered me with looks no less with wonder fraught i then gazed back again at those exalted things which toward us moved so slowly that at run they would have been by newly wedded brides the lady chided me why dost thou gaze so ardently at those bright lights alone and dost not look at that which follows them i then saw people who were coming on as if behind their leaders clothed in white and never was such whiteness here on earth the water was resplendent on my left and like a mirror if i looked in it reflected back my body's left to me when i was on my bank so placed that now only the river kept me at a distance i checked my steps that i might better see and i beheld the little flames advance leaving the air behind them bright with colour and looked like strokes a painter's brush had drawn so that above the air remained marked out by seven long bands all in the hues wherewith the sun his bow and delia makes her belt these standards further to the rear extended than i could see as far as i could judge the outermost ten paces were apart then now were coming neath as fair a sky as i describe here four and twenty elders two at a time and crowned with fleur de lis 
and all of them were saying, Blessed be thou, mong Adam's daughters, I, and blessed be throughout eternity thy beauteous charms. After the flowers and other tender blooms in front of me upon the other bank had been set free from that elected folk, as in the sky star follows after star, so after these four living creatures came, each with a wreath of verdant foliage crowned, and each of them was feathered with six wings, their feathers full of eyes, and these were such as, were they living, Argus eyes would be. I'll waste no more rhymes, reader, to describe their forms, for other spending so constrains me that I in this one cannot be profuse. But read thou in Ezekiel, who depicts them, as from the sky's cold parts he saw them move, accompanied by wind and clouds and fire, and such as in his pages thou wilt find them, such were they here, except that as to wings, John is with me and disagrees with him. The space extending between the four contained a triumph chariot moving on two wheels, which came along drawn by a griffin's neck. Both of his wings, the latter stretched on high, between the mid-banner and the three and three, so that by cleaving it he injured none. So high they rose that they were lost to sight. His members were of gold as far as bird he was, and white the others mixed with red. Not only Rome, now with so fair a car, made Africanus or Augustus glad, but even the sons were poor compared with this, the sons which, when it lost its way, was burned in answer to the suppliant earth's request, when Jupiter inscrutably was just at its right wheel three ladies in a ring came dancing on the first so red that hardly would she be noticed if in fire she were and such the second was as if her flesh and very bones were made of emerald the third one looked like newly fallen snow and now led by the white one they appeared now by the red and from the latter's song the others took their time, both slow and fast. Upon the left hand, four in purple clothed were making glad, according to the gait of one of them, with three eyes in her head. Behind the whole group I have here described, two old men I beheld, unlike in clothes, but like in Miam, both dignified and grave. One showed himself a pupil of that great Hippocrates, whom for the animals she loves most dearly nature made. The other revealed the opposite intention, with a sword so glittering and sharp, that though I stood on this side of the stream, it caused me fear. Then four I saw, who were of humble mien, and back of all an aged keen-faced man, advancing by himself and lost in sleep. 
these seven were robed in garments which resembled those of the primal company though on their heads they wore not lily garlands but were crowned with roses and with other crimson flowers a distant sight of them had made one swear that all on fire they were above their brows and when the chariot was abreast of me thunder was heard whereat those worthy people appeared to have advance forbidden them and stopped there with the standards in their van purgatorio thirty terrestrial paradise lethe appearance of beatrice disappearance of virgil when the septentrion of the highest heaven which never either setting new or rising or veil of other mist than that of guilt and which was causing every creature there to know his duty as the lower one makes him who turns the helm to reach a port stopped suddenly the people of the truth who first had come between it and the griffin turned around toward the car as toward their peace and one of them as though from heaven sent down sang thrice aloud come thou from lebanon my spouse and all the rest sang after him as at the last trump call each of the blessed will quickly rise from out his tomb and sing the hallelujah with a voice regained even so there rose upon the car divine at such an elder's voice a hundred servants and message-bearers of eternal life they all were saying blessed be thou that comer and strewing flowers on high and all around oh scatter forth your lilies with full hands i've seen ere now when day began to dawn the eastern skies all rosy and the rest adorned with beauty and serenity and then the sun rise with its face o'ershadowed in such a way that through the tempering of mists the human eye could long endure it so likewise standing in a cloud of flowers which rose from angel hands and fell again within and out the car a lady crowned with a wreath of olives or a pure white veil appeared before me neath a cloak of green clothed with the colour of a living flame my spirit hereupon which for so long a time had not been trembling in her presence or felt itself all broken down with awe with no more knowledge of her by mine eyes but through a hidden virtue issuing from her felt the great power of the olden love as soon as that high virtue smote my sight which formerly had pierced me through and through ere i had passed beyond my boyhood's years round to the left i turned me with the trust wherewith an infant to its mother runs whenever terrified or in distress to say to virgil less now than a tram of blood remains in me that is not trembling i feel the tokens of the olden flame but virgil now had left us of himself deprived virgil my dearest father virgil to whom for my salvation i had given me nor yet did all our ancient mother lost avail to keep my cheeks 
though cleansed with dew, from turning dark again because of tears. Dante, though Virgil leap, weep thou not yet. Weep thou not yet, for thou wilt need to weep by reason of another sword than this. Even as an admiral, who both on stern and prow comes to behold the men that serve on the other ships and urge them to do well, so likewise on the left side of the car, when I had turned around me at the sound of mine own name, which here must needs be mentioned, I saw the lady who had first appeared concealed beneath the angel's festival direct her eyes toward me across the stream. Although the veil which from her head hung down, encircled by Minerva's olive leaves, did not allow her to appear distinctly, she went on royally, still stern in mien, as one doth who, when speaking, holdeth back his warmest words. Look at us well, for we indeed are, we indeed are Beatrice. How wast thou able to approach the mountain? Didst thou not know that man is happy here? My lowered eyes fell on the limpid stream, but when I saw myself reflected there, I drew them to the grass, so great the shame that weighed my forehead down. As to a child, a mother seems severe, so she to me, for bitter tastes the savour of harsh pity. Silent she kept, then suddenly the angels chanted, In thee, Lord, have I set my trust? But further than my feet, they did not go. Even as the snow among the living beams grown on the back of Italy is frozen, when blown and hardened by Slavonian winds, and then, when melting, trickles through itself, if but the land that loses shadows breathe, and thus seems like a fire that melts a candle, even so was I, with neither tears nor sighs, before the song of those who ever tune their notes to music of eternal spheres. But when I heard, in their sweet harmonies, the sympathy they had for me, far more than had they said, Why, lady, shame him so! The ice bound tightly round my heart was turned to breath and water, and through mouth and eyes issued with anguish from my inmost breast. Then she, still standing motionless upon the same side of the car, addressed those sympathetic creatures with these words. Ye keep your watches through the eternal day, so that nor night nor slumber robs from you one step the world may take upon its costs. My answer hence is made with greater care that he who yonder weeps may understand and guilt and sorrow of one measure be not only through the work of those great spheres which to some end directly guide each seed according as the stars are its companions but through the bounty of the grace divine which for its rain hath clouds so very high our eyes cannot approach them this one here was such potentially in early life that all right dispositions would have had wondrous results in him but all the more malign and savage doth a soil become when sown with evil seed and left untilled the better and more vigorous it is 
I, for a while, sustained him with my face, and showing him my youthful eyes, I led him along with me turned in the right direction. But when the threshold of my second age I reached, and changed my life, he took himself away from me, and gave him to another. And when from flesh to spirit I had risen, and beauty and virtue had increased in me, less dear and pleasing was I then to him. And o'er an untrue path he turned his steps, following deceitful images of good, which nought that they have promised pay in full. Nor yet did it avail me to obtain the inspirations wherewith both in dreams and otherwise I called him back. He cared so little for them. So low down he fell, that short were now all means for his salvation, save showing him the people that are lost. I visited the gateway of the dead for this, and unto him who guided him up hither, fraught with tears, my prayers were born. God's high fate-ordered will would broken be, if Lethe should be passed, and should such food be tasted, without paying first the scot of penitence, made manifest by tears. End of chapter 62